Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's obviously back to school. Time to focus. A lot of students go back next week at the college level, maybe the week after. For high school, we talked with uh, Northwest Catholic earlier about uh, what's going on there. And imagine if you're going to school and then sort of living where you kind of would work. And that's a dynamic to Quinnipiac grad students are dealing with, you know, through Masonic Care and one of their communities, uh, Ashler Village in Wallingford. I want to make sure I get the names right. Uh, Elise Myrano yeah. and then Anne-Marie Allen. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks for coming on today, guys. And and first of all, you're you're both graduate students in occupational therapy. Yes. And you're living at the the the, the community at yeah. Ashler, correct? Yes. All right. So first of all, I want to take a step back because, and this should be an easy thing, I would think. Like, what is occupational therapy? Like, I don't because it's not it's it. They say it in contrast to physical therapy, right? So do you have like a good back pocket definition for it? <laughs> yeah, our professors have definitely prepared us for the elevator speeches, <laughs> yeah. so I think we have a good idea. So, so what is it? So it's very similar to, to physical therapy in the sense that we help people enable themselves to be more independent, but we would do it in a sense of there's the physical need, there's the social need, there's the mental health need, so really whatever an individual needs, um, we can kind of work with them to get them back to their own independence, getting them back to the daily activities that they enjoy doing, whether it's being like functional activities or things that they truly enjoy. Yes. Yeah, so, well, yeah, I was going to say, what you uh, miss? Uh, no, nothing really, but it's just we define an occupation, so occupational therapy. An occupation is anything someone wants to do or needs to do. So it's just an activity that someone needs to do on the day-to-day and if they're having difficulty with it. So it could be anything from eating to gardening, just something, activity huh. um, that makes someone's life meaningful. So just working with them on these individual individual activities to kind of improve wellness, improve quality of life. So we just work with someone, kind of look at their activity participation and their satisfaction and really intervene with those specific activities. So you cater it. It's a very personalized kind of situation. And as future sort of current slash future occupational therapists, you kind of have have to have a a broad range of of skills. Okay. So the two of you just graduated from Quinnipiac. Yes. And you're in like a five-year program and you end up with a master's. How does that work? Um, So Quinnipiac is a really unique program, um, but most uh, schools, if you want to study occupational therapy, you'll do a bachelor's in science or psychology and then do a graduate program in occupational therapy. But Quinnipiac offers uh, occupational therapy-focused classes in the undergrad, and then you're able to take one year for 
um, of classes in your grad year, and then you do uh, six months of clinical rotations and kind of get real world experiences. And then we have to take a licensing exam and then hopefully pass and yeah, and then go from there. You know, it's funny, and we have time because we have a second segment as well. Quinnipiac's like on fire. And, <laughs> uh, you know, it's really, uh, and I was wondering because, you know, the hockey team obviously won the national title and, and, and they have so many programs that seem to truly cater to the jobs you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And, and so when you were, I'm, I'm I'm fascinated by how they've done it because I don't know. I'm like, I don't know where they funnel the money to build up all these great programs, yeah. but they have. And so when you were making decisions to, to go to school, mm-hmm. I mean, you came from Maine, Anne-Marie, and Elise, you came from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're homegrown Connecticut folks mm-hmm. and you probably had a lot of options. What? And I, you don't represent the school in the sense that they're not, they're not paying you. You're actually still paying them. <laughs> so, so you tell me, like, what drew you here? I definitely think that the occupational therapy program was a huge factor. You knew you wanted to do that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. In high school, like I had shadowed with somebody um, and I was searching for different schools. And there's a few other options in New England, but a Quinnipiac, and I may be biased, is definitely one of the best, if not in the nation. I know that we're definitely ranked. And honestly, just touring the facilities, um, meeting the professors, the the professors care so genuinely about us as individuals. We've gotten to know them over the past couple of years and just the programs themselves that, like, we have access to so many, like, what are they called? Like the sim labs and everything mm, like definitely. that. Like it's really been an awesome experience yes. through Quinnipiac. Definitely same for me. I only came or I only was interested in Quinnipiac because of their occupational therapy program. And it's you been, knew you wanted to do it. Yes. Yeah, so I knew I wanted to do it in high school too. Um, and so I applied for it and I got in, but I only applied to schools uh, with the or with the occupational therapy program. Okay. In our, in our second segment, I'm going to ask you about your actual living situation okay. and that dynamic. So I'm going to put a pin in that mm-hmm. because I want to have a broader conversation, but. I want to talk about the fact that you both knew you wanted to do this. I find fascinating. Everyone likes different things. Mm-hmm. Like my parents are in their 80s. Okay. And I have one parent. I'm not going to – I don't want to talk too personally about it. But I have one parent who's struggling more than the other. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we have some, you know, home health aides and they do some other things. And I have to be honest, it's work that I would struggle with. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult and and – you know, I, I, I'm not as comfortable around older people as other people are. I'm mm-hmm. just curious, like, what, what is compelling? Because then it's also, you're going into a great field because you're going to have picks of jobs. Mm-hmm. There, you, it, it is, and you're going to have a lot. And I hope you negotiate. I've read a lot on, <laughs> you know, I have a daughter because I, I, I read a lot about gender dynamics and negotiating yes. for jobs. And you better be strong and tough. <laughs> and you better ask for everything. <laughs> you understand me? Yeah. You have to. But what drew you? I'll start with you, Elise. Like, what drew you to this? Um, um, personally, I just my parents sacrificed a lot for me growing up. I just feel like I watched them kind of put my needs before theirs so often. And I think just growing up, I was just like, I want to, you know, give back. I want to like, I just feel like a lot was done for me that I want to do something mm. for others. And I think that's just like what drew me here. And I also just think everyone deserves a good quality of life. Like quality of life doesn't have an age limit. There's no, you know, so I just think everyone deserves, you know, you know, just basic, you know, their needs and wants to be met. So. Mm. That was beautiful. I I mean, I was like, I now have faith in America again. (laughs) After not having any faith for the first three hours of the show. Um, that's that is a beautiful thing. Um, and you know, Emery's like, I needed a job in the summer. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll let let that stand for what it is because it is challenging, and especially like if it's your parents, mm-hmm. it, it's a different than if it's not your parents. And we'll talk about your interactions with with um, with uh, some of the the residents at Ashler Village, which you just recently you just moved in last week, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. And and you know when it when it comes to you know the the actual field, 
Another thing I'm fascinated by, is it mostly females that are in the field? Or is, are, is there some, what's the gender breakdown of this particular segment? I definitely think that it's more female-based. I don't think it's necessarily for a certain reason. Um, but I definitely think that the women that I've worked with in the past and over the summer and have gotten to know over the past week have been such amazing, like, empathetic people. And I don't know if that's the draw, yeah. um, just the care. Yeah, um, definitely. Well, having watched my wife for 25, women are superior in general. So <laughs> I just <laughs> I just leave it at that. And we're going to take a quick break here, check in the traffic. And we have obviously our all-male crew are like, what are you talking about? We're awesome. <laughs> Um, and then we'll continue the conversation and talk about your living arrangement, which is pretty unique. Uh, listen, let's talk about your s- situation. So Astor Village in Wallingford is a Masonic Care um, property. And, they, you know, obviously Masonic Care is just huge. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, over 1,500 employees. They, yeah, they service like mm-hmm. over 4,500 people. And and we, we've talked to them so many times over the years and, and the great work that they do. But... Uh, Tell me about where you live and how you got there, and and you, you can take it first, Anne Marie. Like, do you live like on a floor with people who other residents in the community? Absolutely. So I'm actually one end of the hall, and then so Blanche is across from me, and Clarice is Blanche. Next to me. Yeah. Like that's another thing with names. Like who names? No, no. one names their kids Blanche well, anymore. See, I'm lucky because all, I've met a few Anne Marie's in this facility, and I, I don't know any Anne Marie's who are my age. No, but I live on one end of the hall. Then Elise is all the way at the other end. So there's a there's a spread of people between us that we're getting to know pretty well. Do you feel like you're like the RAs for the floor? <laughs> Kinda. I I like to say it's like a camp counselor honestly because like we do so much activity planning there but it's like camp counselor for like older adults because we just do like a lot of activities a lot of like fun things that you know keep them engaged but that's what I say but definitely the other night um I had a resident walk me back to my room I was hanging out with Anne-Marie and I had Mary walk me back to my room <laughs> and then she though. checked in with you last and then night she checked too. in with me <laughs> so you're actually working at the facility like what's the dynamic so we this week we were just shadowing we we're visiting different activities we just had our social yesterday where we met um, a good portion of the residents. Um, and then next week, I believe, is when we start doing our own activities, running groups. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we Is it part of your academic requirement, or do you get compensated for it? So it's we get to live there um, with the understanding that we're going to be running activities. So we're going to do 8 to 10 activity hours a week, so we could be running, you know, games or, um, you know, like karaoke, just like fun things that you would, uh, just social participation activities. And then we eat in the dining hall for two hours a week. Yeah, good um, exchange between like living and being fed and then just hanging out with yes. our residents. So you give them eight to 10 hours a week yes. for room and board? Yes. yes. And is it the type of thing where they advertised at Quinnipiac to do that? Or was it a competitive process? Like, how was that end of it? Um, so they, it was funny. It was like a class meeting and it was like FAFSA and all these boring things. And at the end, they were just like, oh, by the way, if you're interested, there's this program at Masonicare. Um, and we're like, oh my gosh, like that sounds so cool. Like we're very, very interested. And it wasn't that, that competitive. Like there was definitely a pool of people, like quite a few people applied. Um, but they were like, oh, we're only gonna take one person. But I guess they really liked Emery and me. And yeah, so you just were fortunate enough to get it. Mm-hmm. But, and do you, I mean, is there a requirement outside of that? Like, do you have to like... You don't have any like security responsibilities, like you have to stay there overnight type thing. But you just—it's like it's your apartment on this floor. Yeah, so we're still we're still full time grad students. <clears throat> we're actually going to be taking 18 credits versus the 16 that we did in undergrad. Um, and then this on top of it, which is going to be a fun fun thing to juggle. But I think it should work out well yes. in our favor. So you actually have to take more classes and give them eight to ten yes. hours a week. Yes, yes, yeah. We do. So your schedules are kind kind of busy. 
a little busy. But keep it after busy. We, yeah, yeah, and after we get off classes, we can just go back and hang out with our. So it's fun know, for you. I mean, it like is. It, it, it's good socializing. Yes. Oh, that's really funny, Blanche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, She's an angel. Oh, in the spring, you should bring her back and have her come with you. <laughs> she you would love that. Oh, oh my gosh, she would have brought everyone candy. <laughs> so they're ex- they're excited as well, they're and excited. I sure hope so. Yeah. And you know, we talked off uh, off mic a little bit. Have they? I know the COVID sort of put a hiccup in this whole system. Did they do it last year too? So this is the first no. time post since pre-COVID. It is, yes. yeah, yeah. And um, and and you feel like you know Masonic here. I know does a great job, but like they still have a lot of protocols in place, like within the within the community. I definitely think it's absolutely safe there. I know that there's a masking policy. If there's any like any any concerns for that, I know that there's if there's. I think there's something with the COVID protocol. Yeah, um, they do things with the food too. Like that used to be, I think everyone had to eat in the dining hall, and now you kind of get food to go, so you kind of get like takeout. But other than that, it's like pretty much, I would say, back to normal. Mm-hmm. So we're talking with Elise uh, Marano and Anne Marie Allen. Uh, they're Quinnipiac grad students in occupational therapy, and they are part of a program with Masonic Care, and they're living on a floor at Astor Village in Wallingford, and in exchange for. Lovely accommodations, I'm assuming. <laughs> yes, it's definitely. beautiful there. You have like yeah. a one bedroom, like it's not a studio, like you have like a living room. And like I, I have this vision of like, <laughs> you know, one of these communities and you have like a TV room and a little kitchenette and then yeah. and then a bedroom and a bathroom. Oh, yes. we have a, I think it's more like, I would call it like a, I don't, like a fancy suite, like a, yeah, like a studio, a studio yeah. suite oh, nice. type thing. Okay. Yeah, there's Definitely. like a little kitchenette area, but it is, I do have like a little curve, so it's a whole separate area. I have yeah. our own bathrooms no, and everything. Nice. And we've been in dorm rooms for the past two years, so, you know, like it's the cleanest bathroom I've seen in years. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's definitely more than a step up. Oh, that's funny. I know you like, you must be like rock stars uh, for, for, for the people living there. Like they must be so fired up. I mean, what sort of interactions you talked about getting walked back the other night and you've only been there a week, right? Mm -hmm. Are they, are they still always introducing themselves? I mean, like, is it, is it like hanging out with like a party with your grandmother? I mean, like, I don't know. I think they've also come to terms with, I've had many conversations where I've said, I've so, I'm so bad with names. Like I never, and they're like, just don't say, Hey you. And everybody, everyone's a, Hey you type person. So we're going to get as many names under our butt. I know Elisa's really practicing. I've been really, really trying with the names. So yeah. I like I don't know I happen to remember like everyone at this table's name they're like oh my gosh like they're just like they're really amazed by us I guess because like mm-hmm. they're just like who wants to like live here and whatever and I'm just like I do like I think that sounds so fun I still think I think they have yet to like realize that we genuinely want to be there yeah. and be, like want to interact with them on a daily basis yeah and I think definitely after COVID I think a lot of people were like socially isolated so I think they're just really excited to like be back um, and just like you know be a part of these activities so yeah. they're just yeah I think they're really excited honestly can I can I go ahead you gonna say oh something? no no sorry you how was like you know I have um, a son who was a freshman in high school last yeah. year and his class was brutal in the sense that like they just socially emotionally they just were like two years behind yeah. and, and my daughter's a rising senior in high school and she she suffered a lot too I mean what was it like for you guys because you basically had like half your college was kind of taken away from you like I I don't know what that experience was like. Uh, I would say it's definitely was very difficult. I actually like was studying abroad at the time, so I was in Australia, and then they were like, "You have to leave like right now." Um, so so I, that like, was like in the spring of twenty. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was the spring of twenty twenty, and it was just like I don't know. It just it really it felt very surreal. I think it was a lot emotionally for a lot of people. I had, had to take a semester off. I had some family things going on, um, but I had to take a semester off, so everything was very thrown off for me. And I don't know. It was definitely a really hard adjustment. I think a lot of the learning was kind of jeopardized, and the schools did the best they could. They really did, and I really think they tried to meet students halfway. But it was just 
no one like had could have predicted that or anything but I just think it was a very difficult transitional time and um, I just think everyone's education and like emotionally were affected definitely. Yeah, I think that also like ties it back just to the commonality between us and the people living there because all of us experienced COVID, all of us went through those struggles, and I think that that and among with so many other things that we have those connections with them and we can grow and learn from them. I think that's really interesting. Yeah, it's true. The social isolation was as acute, I think, for for people in those communities as it was for definitely. for anybody, or if not more. I mean, there's no. No doubt about it. So, uh, you know, again, so the, the Masonic Care facility in Wallingford, Ashler Village, you're going to stay there through what, like June or May? I mean, do you get your master's this next spring? Is that how it works? We do, yes. After we will, after we take our clinicals, we'll graduate, um, but then still have to fulfill those that role. Have you thought about where you want to go? Like, do you want to? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you, there's no obligation to stay in Connecticut mm-hmm. or stay with Masonic Care, mm-hmm. although that'd be great. Like, do you, is there a place in the country you want to be? Um, I've always wanted to work with geriatrics, um, so I probably would go back to New Jersey, though. I don't think I would stay in Connecticut, but I've always been interested in geriatrics, and I've also always been interested in, like, aquatic therapy, so I know that's kind of a huh? uh, aquatic, yes, like yeah. water. Yeah. Water, no, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've always, that's, like, a little, like, very side Listen, thing. I swim at the yes, LA Fitness, and, yes. it, and when I go here from work, it's all the older folks doing <laughs> yes, their exactly. running and jumping and all Do this it. stuff. It's so funny, because I mentioned it to some of the residents, they're like, oh, yeah, I did that, and I was like, what? How come you did it? I did it. I want to do it. But so I I've always wanted to work with geriatrics, and I've always just been interested in that. I think there's a lot to that. Yeah. And you're going to go back to Maine? Um, I'm not sure yet. I definitely want to travel. We just actually put in our preferences um, and everything, and I'm thinking West Coast, but like Northern. I like West, um, like Washington, Oregon, somewhere outdoorsy yeah. where I can get outside, do some stuff, but also do what I love and then come back, either Connecticut, Maine, somewhere on the East Coast, New England definitely, and just – Nice. Do some occupation. Well, Elise and Amory, it's so great to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And um, honestly, the work, and again, because of, you know, ev- this touches every family and everyone knows how important this work is. So uh, good luck. And maybe we'll check in in the spring. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Wonderful. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Thank uh, you so much. You're welcome. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.